Welcome to the All Things MMA podcast, guys. We're just off of a very, very good Zoom call with the one and only Mason Jones of Cage Warriors. He is the current lightweight and future welterweight champion. He's 9-0 currently, and he's fighting for the welterweight belt on the 26th of September um, in Manchester on the same night as Adesanya and Costa, so you have to watch it. Um, and I hope you enjoy the interview. Um, Mason was really honest and gave us a good account of his kind of his camp and what it was like to tr- be training within COVID and out training with Team Alpha Male and Uriah Faber out in Sacramento. So that that was cool. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the interview. That's that's it for me. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. Hi mate, you okay? Uh, I'm on me update. Cause coming up, I'm got my camera on. <laughs> How you doing, man? You all right? Yeah, good. Those things. Sorry, I'm late. Um, and uh, obviously, I'm sorry about the invitation I was waiting. Uh, nah, it's all right. It's all right. Everyone, everyone raves about Zoom, but I can never get it to work. So, there was a shit show. <laughs> uh, it's good on a computer. I always use it off my phone, though, and it's always a nightmare. So, um, at least it's yeah. working. That's the main. Yeah. Nice to meet you, by the way. I'm Corey. Chris. Nice to meet you, boys. Uh, cheers for coming on. We appreciate your time, man. Um, excited for the fight. How, how's, camp, yeah. how's camp going? I oh, mean, I'm buzzing for it. Yeah, it's going well. Um, obviously, uh, it's been a good couple of weeks. I didn't know who I was fighting for a long, a long period of time. You know, I'd asked to fight Adam, and then um, it's been it's been going well. Um, I went out at Belfast, did some training out there with Reese McGee. I've been back okay. training here with um, Lou Long, Aaron Cleed, um, the normal guys I do sparring with. Um, and then some others, um, some of the boys from the other gyms I train at and different things, and everyone's been really helping, and it's growing really well. Um, I guess it's probably one of the best I've felt um, in a training camp. Um, I feel strong, feel fit. It's just waiting now, waiting game. Awesome. I think you've been the first man ever to possibly win two belts during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first man ever to win a belt during COVID, so um, it'd be nice to double up. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you'll be the first person, first double champ since Conor McGregor and Cage Warriors. Have you got that kind of weighing on your mind as well? Uh, not so much. Um, obviously, it's going to be a, another accolade to add, add to it. Like I, I've said in interviews before, um, this is going to help, help cement my legacy and this is going to be what I use to sort of jump into the UFC. This is what's really going to be my step and sort of bounce me in there. And um, this is going to be the base of my climb through the ranks in the UFC. But... I don't, I don't feel the pressure sort of thing. And I just see it as sort of a bonus. Like the reason I, I asked for the Adam fight was that was the toughest sort of opposition I could, I could find. So I've always been the person who looks for the, the toughest fights and this was the best they had. So this is what I took. Yeah. Awesome. Is it a bit of a case, Adam, that as UFC or bust or, you know, you, has Bellator or anything like that approached you? You you can't you, you said like I'm going to UFC. Um, is that kind of goal and just aim, aim for the top type thing? Yeah, definitely. Um, no one's approached me to be honest. I haven't had any word off UFC. Nothing off Bellator. Um, like my managers mentioned, like UFC is sort of they've spoken about me before, and that um, I trained on Uriah Faber's, and he said like he's pro word in for me a few times, and they've men- they've mentioned it, but. 
Like, this is the thing. Like, if you, you speak to a casual on the street, they ask you, to, oh, do you do that UFC's thing? Like, that's what they always say. And that's, yeah, that's, yeah, always yeah. Been, that's always been on my vision board. That's always been what I'm driving at, is going to UFC and, and then making dents in, in the ranks, fighting the best fighters, and eventually earning a UFC strap. Like, that is my goal. That is the way it's going to go. Um, Bellator is there, obviously. I, I'm, in, I'm interested in UFC. Like, Bellator's a good organization, but... I've been to UFC events, I've been to Bellator events, and I just prefer the UFC events. I, yeah. It's something I'm always game for, and it's something I aim for. It's, it's yeah, a different I'm, level of production. It's, uh, when you go, when we've, also, we've been to a few UFC events now. We've also done, I think, two Bellator as well. And the level, like the crowd, and the, just the, the general level of production when it does come to a UFC event, even when we were at Prague, it was, it was unbelievable, the difference, you know? Um, I suppose as well for you being so young, pushing like at this time. This is when you you know you've, you've pretty much got that rocket strap rocket strap to your back right now. Yeah. You want to kind of be 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 firing into the ranks. A thousand percent. And like like I went to the a show in um, San Jose, I think it was in uh, near San Francisco. I'm sure it was San Jose. And um, I went to watch a friend of mine fight. Uh, literally. <laughs> They were that they reckon couldn't find my tickets on, on, on the door, so I was waiting for 20 minutes. And I ended up, um, because I had to drive from um, Sacramento to there, I ended up getting here and there like perfectly on time for the fight. So I was waiting for my tickets, and I ended up miss- <laughs> missing half of my friend's fight. By the time I got in, I just caught the last round. And then after, after he fought, I managed, um, I, I popped down to see him, I jumped the barrier down to the sort of the VIP area. Like that was. I, you can't even do that as a cage prize event without um, a UFC event. And then I walked backstage with him and no one questioned it. Like, it, like UFC event, there's no chance that can happen. Like, I remember I walked backstage past Chris Cyborg, John, John Carvener, like, all these people. And I was just easily allowed, like, I just walked backstage. No one really stopped me. Everyone was just too preoccupied with other things. And, like, you won't get that UFC event. And that was just one of the, I just, another sort of ice on the cake moment. And, like, you see a UFC event and they're always ran, they're always full. And like, I was like half full and uh, I just, I just always preferred UFC. It's just, that's, that's, that's the goal. Do you know what I mean? Like all, all my friends watch UFC. None of them really watch Pelotor. Um, the boys I train with, obviously when you're in gyms, you watch both, but still everything's more focused on, on UFC. Yeah. Like Bellator just seems to be in a different league. A lower yeah, league no, the way UFC is. The Welsh are taking over the UFC now. You've got Brett Johns, you've got Jack Shore, and they're fucking doing well as well. So um, yeah. hopefully you guys can bring bring the UFC to Wales because that would be good. That'd be not not far from us. Awesome. Well, Corey McKenna was signed at obviously last week. Corey McKenna got signed. Um, she really? fought the contender and got signed. Yeah, so she's ah, the first yeah, female athlete in um, Welsh athlete in uh, UFC. Then you've got John Phillips, um, John Jack Marshman. Um, Jack Shaw, Brett Johns, like they're they're all on tear. They're all doing well. Yeah. And like none, there's not been a Welsh fighter drop from UFC yet. So it really shows how good everyone's doing, and um, it just shows our potential because, like, I win this fight. Um, Adam is by no easy, uh, by no way an easy fight. Like this is going to be the biggest test of my career, and it's like, and I I don't say that as in to say like this is going to show how good I am. I say that because this is the biggest test I could find. Yeah. And like when I win that fight, that is really going to cement the UFC that I'm ready, and it's really going to be it's just going to quiet everyone who doubts me. Yeah, for sure. I'm fighting the love doctor. 
that's possibly the worst fucking name I've ever heard for an MMA fighter. And I love Dog Chart. <laughs> I thought you. I thought Corey was joking when he told me this. I was like, I do not believe that. <laughs> I could only assume the guy who's in his uh, MotoGP. Uh, I know it's it's, but then it's weird. But you get a weird you you get with the weird fight names in in MMA a lot. But yeah, that that has a bit much for me. Do you know what I mean like? Um, <laughs> Sounds like a porno name, do you mean? More than a fight. So I let him do what he wants to do. I'm just interested in punching him in the teeth. So, <laughs> how's, how's the extra 15 pounds? Must be good being a bit more relaxed with the diet. I mean, you're probably still clean, but you eat steaks and a lot more carbs. Well, to be honest, I'm still using the same sort of diet. Um, like, my weight was quite high, so I'm still dieting to get down. Um, not so much like there's, there's no issue making weight. Like, I could have. The biggest I was, I could have cut weight. But I just want to make sure I'm fit, I'm strong, I'm fast. Like, I already trained with big wrestlers. Like, leading up to the the last fight against Joe, I was training out in Team Alpha Mill. And, like, I was training yeah, with um, Max Griffin. Um, obviously, he's a <laughs> wild weight, big guy, um, big wild weight. And, like, me and him had some crazy good rounds and different things. And, like, a lot, some of the guys in training out there, they're bigger guys. Like, uh, there's a couple of good lightweights, a couple of good wilders, and, like, they really push the pace when I come back home. Uh, I sparred with Jamie Cox. I sparred with him last week, actually. Um, 25 and 2 pro boxer. Uh, he lost to George mm -hmm. Groves, do you mean? He's one of the best strikers yeah. I've trained with. Like, it's just mixing up with these top guys, like big guys. Like, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people say, oh, the, the weight difference is going to be too much. And I'm just like, just, 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 just watch. Just sit and watch and enjoy the show. At the weight that you fight just now, you, you seem so much stronger. Even, you know, we went back and looked at a lot of your fights. You're, you're obviously 3-3-3, three, 3-3 three, 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 three wins by knockout, submission and uh, decision. But you're, uh, when you were on the ground and during those scrambles, you just you seem to be a, almost like, like a, a welterweight almost yeah. fighting it. Like you are cutting down. Um, but you do seem so strong for that weight category. Yeah. I, I I'm a weird build. I'm, I'm a really weird build. Like a lot of people have mentioned before about me cutting the featherweight, and there's just no way. Like um, I'm built so solidly, and it's such a weird thing. But people are really surprised when they try picking me up. Like I'm just so heavy, <laughs> and um, uh, I'm like just really dense. So um, I'm five ten. Um, I mean, I got. I'm happy with the weight. Like the the, the cut the lightweights. No, but it by any means it's not easy at all but I make it and I make it so that I think I can make it for a good couple of years before it really starts putting pressure on the way I fight but um I feel stronger the weight and I feel I feel so fit like while the weight's just good. not gonna be a difference to me like I'm I'm a BJJ black belt um I got a judo black belt my wrestling is more than good enough to deal with American wrestling mm -hmm. uh and I've shown my strike and like my record's quite deceiving like those three three and three like um those three decisions really kill me. Um, the Desme fight is the only one I was really happy with the decision. The other two, I um, I should have finished. Um, and the reason, like early on in my career, you see those um, those submission wins was was not so much I was targeting submission wins. I was I was trying to knock every one of my opponents out. Like from the early goes, like this is I count the Cage Warriors sort of fights as my training wheels. And um, still now, this is going to be another training wheels fight. This is where I go in there, not with the sort of idea of just dismantling my opponent is going in there and I'm practicing things and practicing things I want to work on. So like a lot of my fights have really been working my striking. And the reason those submission wins were there was because I tried knocking the guy out. I, um, something like different circumstance happened. So I, I went straight for the submission. I took down and I worked the submission and I got the submission. And um, 
Like, that's just the way it went. So this fight, I'll be happy to take whatever comes. And um, I just to show that I'm a finisher no matter where it is. So um, if he wants to try and start those wrestling exchanges, I'll show him better. If he wants to start those jujitsu exchanges, I'll show him better. And then um, the strike that I'm just going to put, put an absolute dance on, on, on him. Like, he's, he's not going to be able to match the pace and he's not going to be able to deal with it. So I, I'm really interested. I'm really excited for this fight. Can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to watch it. I imagine your kicking game must your kicking game must be strong being stuck in lockdown with your girlfriend. <laughs> uh, not so much here as well. Um, my Taekwondo coach actually um he he really helped along with this camp. Um, I, I had two weeks off after the Joe fight, and then um I still, uh, I went and grabbed the boxing keys of my boxing coach because he was sort of he had some circumstances so he couldn't train. So when me and my right. my kicking coach really worked through lockdown, like we was doing twos and three sessions a week. And then um, I was in there two, three sessions a week myself on, on my own training and then fitting in my cardio. Like I walked the dog 8K every day for most of the lockdown until my coaches <laughs> come back. So I was making sure I was getting those sessions in. Like I was running, I was getting the walks in um, and my weight was still going up. So it just, it just, it really helped. I think the lockdown, it, it helped with a lot of different things that I saw I was dealing with. It helped with um, sort of, my kicking game's gone through the roof. Um, I'm kicking so much cleaner and faster than before. Like, I'm dropping people in training with my kicks. Um, my hands, they, they're always good. Um, my wrestling's really worked. We really worked on some good things. And just stuff that I needed to give more time to that I really couldn't. And, um, sure. like, it's hard in fight camp because you're always working on what's good. And rather than, like, we sort of needed to spread out and work some some things I hadn't worked before. And um, we got that done. And it really made a difference. It, like, I'm I'm not lying. I'm not just saying to build a fight. Like this is the best I've ever felt. And win or lose, come um, September the 26th, I'm gonna go go in there and show the best fighter and the best version of me you've ever seen. So I, I don't think Adam could have dealt with me three fights back without now. Like I'm I'm mm -hmm. gonna actually go go in there and just yeah. smoke him. So every every fight camp, you can almost see your progression like every single time. Is that because you're basically training for a set fighter or is it just that during a fight camp because you get so specific trying to work on, on your skills that it just all seems to piece together or is it because you're trying to add things on to fight another fighter? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's the, it's a bit of all three actually. So we always work specifically for my opponents. We always work. And then after the fights, I'm really hypercritical on my performances anyway. So like certain things happened in a fight. So like um, one of my fights, I had injured my hand. Um, one of my earlier fights it was against Common Day, actually. So I went in there, um, tried striking with him, ended up throwing a terrible kick and blowing my foot up. So I started really working my wrestling. And we come out of that fight and literally rebuilt my wrestling game from the ground up. Like it was just, we made so many different mistakes. And that's happened in a lot of fights. So like we've looked back, even the Joe fight, I found holes in my game and I've really improved. Mm -hmm. And every single fight is like, you find a hole, you patch it up, you work around it, you find a new gap. Like the Alexi fight, um, it wasn't so much, like the cuts I took, that was just me. That was just me being too sort of aggressive and looking for the finish when I should have just waited for it. And I, look, look how much I improved in the Joe fight. Like I, I didn't look for it. I just hounded and I took it when I could. Um, I took the back in the Alexi fight. Like I showed how good my takedown game was because whenever I wanted to take him down, I took him down. He scrambled up, I took him straight back down and I kept him down. And then um, I worked the back and you could see how much I needed to improve on my back game. And that wasn't just so much like it was stuff I hadn't worked before. It was just the stuff I was trying to do with the gloves on and stuff I'd done before. Just I didn't have a clear cut game plan and a, 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 a clear cut route. And we really worked on that. Like I'm finishing so many people from back now. And um, like 
every fight you see a better version of me. Like I watched some of my first fights and they're so disappointing that I really hate watching them. And those those are fights where I'm still I'm still I'm still counted as as a, uh, a top contender. Like mm-hmm. um, my Lawrence Tracy fight, um, my Sean Luther fight. Like those fights, I hate watching because I I look terrible in those fights. Like I make so many mistakes. But this is just how, how it shows, and this is this is why Cage Warriors is the best promotion in Europe because they build you up, and especially with me, like they've given me no end of threats, and and I can't thank them enough for the the sort of how tough the opposition they've given me, like. Every single one of my fights from my debut through, every single person I fought, not one of them's had a losing record when I fought them. Like I fought everyone while they've been on the tier, while they've been on winning records. Oh. And it's, it's really pushed me through the roof. And I think if you look back, I think I, the only fight I've, I've ever lost, one of the judges is give someone else a round is when I fought Desmay, they give him the, one of the judges give him the first round, I believe. All the rest is every single round has been mine. Every single round. Um, obviously, that just shows how dominant I am, and that just shows, absolutely, like how much I've improved. Just, just on that, you said your training, Reese McKee, he got a, a, a first, <laughs> his first opponent in the UFC. They could they give him any any tougher, uh, more tough opponent? Well, watch but, that. Like, I, I felt sorry for him because this guy was just, uh, he was like the yeah. Be. Reese, Reese was red. Like he's a lovely guy, and he's so good. Um, and he was just. I, we spoke about that and he said like he was so interested in the UFC contract he didn't care who it was they give him and then when they give him um, I can't say the guy's name the Swedish he's Swedish he is I mean, he's Kazma yeah that's it well, when they give him Kazma he literally said look it doesn't matter who it is I'm, I just want to sign that contract and get it done and like he said um, without making any excuses uh, before lockdown he'd been working for a striker and he'd been working really to improve his striking and then um they give him six days notice where he sort of, he said he'd been training, but he hadn't really been going crazy with his training because the lockdown had hit Belfast really strict. And then um, obviously they give him Kazmat and um, he had to go to work. He had, he had to work for a striker within six days, which is a nightmare scenario anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then he said he just, he had the game plan of going out there and just giving it all he had and doing what he can do. But um, yeah, Reese is, is legit. Like the amount of exchanges and st- the sparring rounds we had, like he's he's really tough and he's very very good and skilled. And um, like this <laughs> sparring rounds, like, got the chance to show it. Yeah, we were looking to fight each other. Like, me and Reese were looking to fight each other for a long time, yeah. and then um, he went to welterweight, and we sort of spoke a little bit. And still, I I knew when he got that welterweight belt, he was going to come back down. I'd have the lightweight belt. I knew he'd be interested in fighting me. And then um, when he signed. Um, I knew he was fighting Adam for the belt. So as soon as he signed, I, I, I asked to fight Ad, Adam Proctor and I was really interested in that. And um, like, Reese is awesome. And um, I hope he's going to come down and train with, um, train with my camp in, in a couple of weeks after this fight, probably. Um, but it, it's all up to Reese. Like, um, I really enjoyed him in Belfast and I definitely go back up. And he, um, like, the training was awesome. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. big thanks. Big shout out to Reese. And like, I really can't wait to see his, his next fight in UFC so he can um, shut a lot of people up. Yeah, yeah sure. I, ho- I, ho- I hope your call-up is different to the one he got for Graham Boylan over the phone. Pack your bags, are you ready? I asked, he asked him, would, how, what did you make of George Masvidal taking the fight? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'd do it. And he's like, okay, well, pack your bags because you're fighting on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I've seen it. I, um, that's the thing. If they rang me and they said, look, you've got six days to repair, you just say, yeah. You just say, yeah, no problem, let's yeah, go. Because... The, the place we're at now, Korea, is like, if you say no, you say, oh, look, that's not enough, inf- that's not enough time, 
they literally like what's to stop them saying yeah no problem enjoy Bellator and never sign no like they like none of us are that we're all good enough to literally drag our attention from UFC like UFC come looking it's just a matter of time but if you say no to them then they can just find someone else that's the way it goes there's there's Russians there's Ukrainians there's Swedes there's Americans there's British people who are pushing and all the time so if if you're not ready, then they'll just find someone else. And um, like obviously, Reese was he's a victim of his circumstance the way he was because he was on such a tear. So they were just like, look, that's who we want. Uh, this that's mm-hmm. perfect for this fight. And um, just I really can't wait to see his next fight in UFC and really show that he even the plate because he's such a legit contender. Well, we can't wait to see you with two belts on two shoulders, Mason. <laughs> uh, we, 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 were, we were just speaking about it before the call where like we we're going to be watching this, this video back in six years time when you're like top five in the UFC go fuck that's good cool that we managed to get him on the show so um, we really appreciate well, your I'm, time man I'm number five in the UK at the moment now I've moved down from the Mr. Seven I'm ranked number five in the UK so um, I think uh, there's one or two there's Desme above me I think I oh, who I beat or he may have moved down now but um, like it's just a matter of time I'll be number one um, like I train with Norman Park up there. Norman's it. legit. Um, but when as soon as Norman re- retires, I'd, I I'll, I'll be taking that number one slot away from him. Like um, I don't think I'd be able to overtake him the way he's gone at the moment because his record is he's got a crazy amount of fights. I think yeah. he's got like twenty eight wins and something loss and I don't know how many losses. So um, as soon as he's he's retired, I'll take that number one slot <laughs> away from him. Um, knowing Norman, um, I may have to actually just take it, <laughs> take it from him by getting uh, more wins than him. Like that guy's gonna go for a long time and. He's he's he was awesome as well, but um yeah, yeah I can't wait. I I'm, I'm gonna smash Adam up, um and that is gonna really cement my my cage warriors journey, and it's really gonna be the icing on the cake. But um by no way am yeah. I overlooking Adam. Like Adam's a legit threat. I just really can't wait for this fight. Yeah, we can't wait to watch it, man. I can, I can just I can picture you on the on the octagon at the end just now. So um good luck. The two bouts up. Yeah, and then you can go home and watch an Adesanya Costa fight on the same night. So perfect. It's the same night. They are awesome. Yeah, I think Jan Blaivich is fighting against Dominic Reyes for that title yeah, yeah. as well. So the light heavy. Yeah, could be a good night. But we wish you all the best, man. Um, we'll Thanks for having me on. Nice. You got the two belts. Yeah, always. I'm always game for an interview. Just drop me a message any time, and I'd, I'm always happy to come on. Awesome. Yeah, perfect. Thanks, good man. Good. Enjoy Too your weekend, soon. bud. Yeah, cheers, boys. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Hope everyone enjoyed the interview, guys. Um, really appreciate Mason's time. It was it was good to hear about his upcoming fight, and hope everyone's tuning in. Um, but yeah, it was good to hear about his his training out with Uriah Faber and Team Alpha Male and some of the things he's been up to. But he's definitely one to watch out for, and I think he's going to be a massive star in the future. Um, so I can't wait to see what comes of him, but he's a definitely a hot prospect. Um, we're going to continue to get these UFC Bellator and kind of Cage Warriors caliber of people on the show. Um, we've got a few lined up for the next few weeks. So I won't uh, divulge any details just yet until we've got them finalised. But yeah, the show's going in a really good place. We managed to get some some good fighters on, some really big names, which is cool. Um, and the growing the the, the amount of people listening and watching on all the platforms is really growing as well which is which is class um and i especially like looking at the analytics and seeing the random places that people are now looking at us we've got people listening to us from south africa austria canada germany um half of them probably don't understand what we're saying but it's, it's cool to see that they're listening to us um 
just hit 500 followers on, on Instagram as well. So next, the next landmark is heading for a thousand. Um, but yeah, I'm just waffling now. Just to finish up, hope everyone enjoyed the interview with Mason, and I shall be back on next week. Cheers.